0: and welcome once again to the Radio Gaga Podcast. I'm your host, Justine Pajowski, and today is a Song Stories episode all about the 2019 viral hit, Old Town Road. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I got the horses in the back Stock is attached. and' is mad at black, got the bushes black and mashed. Riding on a horse, ha you can whip your porch. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch. Now can't nobody fail me nothing.
0: First things first, I legitimately enjoy listening to Old Town Road. It's a great pop song, simple as that. I didn't understand the draw at first, but the more I hear this song, and the more I read and follow Lil Nas X, the more I appreciate what's happening here. I heard this song everywhere I went the last couple of months, and I became curious as to why it's so massively popular. I would hear grade school age kids singing along to it, adults bumping it from their cars on the street outside my house, and stories about it on NPR. And after giving this song the time of day, finally, I can proudly say Lil Nas X impresses me in a lot of ways as a young musician. He's resourceful, extremely plugged in, funny as hell, and might be exactly the fire under our butts that we need as a music listening culture. In today's episode, we'll talk about Lil Nas X and how Old Town Road went viral so quickly, all the remixes he's done and who we might hear next, and the new social media subculture that comes along with this kind of modern pop song. We'll also talk about the history of the collaboration between hip-hop and country music, and whether Old Town Road really deserved to be pulled from the Billboard country charts. It didn't, but we'll get to that. My sources for this episode included a few podcasts, Switched on Pop and Black Seinfeld, and publications including Washington Post, BBC, Pitchfork, NPR, and a few others I'll mention throughout the episode. First up, who is Lil Nas X and how did he come up with one of the most viral songs ever created? Montero Lamar Hill, a.k.a. Lil Nas X, was born in 1999 in Atlanta. After his parents divorced when he was six, he lived in the notoriously dangerous Bankhead Courts housing project on the west side with his mom and grandmother. After three years of life in the projects, Montero moved in with his father in a suburb north of the city. This ended up being one of the most difficult, but best decisions he could have made, as he tells Josh Eels of Rolling Stone he likely would have fallen into drugs and gang activity had he stayed where he was. Instead, he moved into a stable home with his dad and new stepmom, poured himself into his schoolwork, and joined the grade school band on trumpet. Nas X has a song called Carry On, which addresses the rocky relationship with his mom. They eventually lost touch, and he hasn't heard from her since before Old Town Road came out. As Montero started high school, he lived on the internet. He tells Josh Eels, That's when I kind of stopped any outside of class activities. I started to isolate myself. I don't know why. I guess I was finding out who I am, end quote. He started multiple Twitter accounts with the idea that he could organically create a following. While Nas didn't always have a dream of being in music, he always knew he wanted to do something creative. And this Twitter following might be the platform he needed to get started. He began with comedy, posting funny Vine videos, jokes, and memes. Meanwhile, he was accepted into the University of West Georgia, where he studied computer science and, for a brief spell, considered becoming a surgeon. He tells Rolling Stone he planned to use the entire summer of 2018 to study. But then, on a whim one day, he tried his hand at music. He loved it so much. And he says as he built on beats and tried writing songs, the melodies and words were just coming to him like an unseen force. Just this past October is when Old Town Road was conceived. This is how fast things happen now, isn't it crazy? Anyway, there are websites where beat makers around the world can post beats and loops and then license them out to artists via an online marketplace. It's similar to how you purchase stock photos on Shutterstock, or how I purchased the theme music for this podcast. You make a one-time purchase, and you're covered to use it, within reason, however you want. So Nas X was perusing a website called BeatStars and found a track that sounded like this. About this track spoke to him and made him think of, quote, a loner cowboy runaway. Nas X tells Eels, quote, basically what I was going through, but in another lens. So he bought the track for $30. Before we get any further, let's break down this track first. Listen to Old Town Road, and you'll hear this voice on the song.
1: Right I no I got the that
0: voice is saying Keo. And this acts as a producer tag from the original beatmaker, Young Kio, a 19-year-old unknown kid from the Netherlands. Knowing how insanely huge Old Town Road has gotten, my first instinct when I learned about Young Keo was to feel bad. This kid only got 30 bucks, and his beat was the basis for one of the biggest songs of the year. But Keo and Lil Nas X got in touch and Nas X attributed him on the track. Now Keo's phone is ringing off the hook, so that warms my heart a little bit. But let's dive even deeper into this track, because Young Keo didn't completely create it from scratch, either. Back in 2008, Industrial rock band Nine Inch Nails was interested in new ways of distributing their music that would be a little more creative, more of a two-way street with fans. So they released a grouping of music titled Ghosts 1-4 Through under a Creative Commons license. What this means is that any music in that 36-track grouping could be downloaded, remixed, redistributed, shared, basically whatever fans wanted to do with it. The only stipulation is if the work is altered or built upon, the resulting work must also be under a Creative Commons license as well. Which is exactly what Young Keo did. He pulled this Trent Reznor track from Ghosts, built upon it, and put it up for purchase on BeatStars. That's when Lil Nas X found it. As a result, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are listed as co-writers of Old Town Road. Nas X spent the entire month of November writing and rewriting lyrics, googling correct country western lingo, and coming up with a title. He landed finally on Old Town Road, a street name he was surprised didn't yet exist in the world of country music. He knew even though this song would be about a cowboy and be completely inspired by country tropes he was still a hip-hop kid. You may have already made the connection with his name, Lil Nas X, a play on Nas, one of the most popular rappers of all time.
1: I don't know how to start this. No. Yeah. Rappers are monkey, flipping with the funky rhythm. I be kicking, musician, inflicted composition. A pain, I'm like Scarface, sniffing cocaine. Holding an M16, see with the pen I'm extreme. Now, bullet holes, left in my peep I'm suited up with street clothes.
0: Lil Nas X had grown up on rap and hip-hop. Some of his favorite artists include Kid Cudi, Kendrick, and Drake, and he knew he wanted Old Town Road to be inspired by those guys. That's why there's a healthy, uniquely funny mix of both country and hip-hop references in Old Town Road. He talks about his black hat and boots, riding on a tractor and bull riding in the same breath he brags about wearing Gucci and a bladder full of lean, another term for purple drink or scissorp, the recreational drug drink containing prescription strength cough medicine that's referenced a lot in hip hop music. So, you have this unique, funny mix of all the stereotypes of country and the stereotypes of hip hop, and it all combines to create this ass backward world that defies convention and just makes you smile. And then the rebellious line Can't nobody tell me nothing. Lil Nas X explained to the New York Times that this line came right after he dropped out of college. His parents weren't thrilled he did that, so he stayed with his sister not far away. Then she got fed up with him staying there, and he says he felt like he was out of options. He says, quote, I felt like a loner cowboy. I wanted to take my horse to the Old Town Road and run away. The horse is like a car. The Old Town Road, it's like a path to success. In the first verse, I pack up, ready to go. End quote.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I'm gonna... Till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse To the hotel town road I'm gonna ride Till I can't no more I got the horses in the back Horse stock is attached Head is mad at black Got the bushes black to match Riding on a horse ha, You can whip your Porsche I've been in the valley You ain't been up off that now. Nah, can't nobody feel me nothing
0: So, how exactly did Lil Nas X go from having no record deal and no prospects to being one of the hottest stars of the year in a matter of months? We can thank the social media platform TikTok. If you're not familiar, which I wasn't, TikTok is a platform for anyone to share short form videos they've created on mobile. In 2018, it was one of the most downloaded apps in the world. Lil Nas X's rise to popularity is a fascinating case study in modern music promotion. After Nas X posted his song, along with memes he created for it on Twitter, TikTok users picked it up, and by 2019, the song had gone viral thanks to the Yeehaw Challenge, a video meme. At first, the subject of the video would be dressed in normal clothing, listening to Old Town Road. Then, when they drank a sip of Yeehaw juice, they'd all of a sudden be transformed into a cowboy or cowgirl with full-on hat, boots, and other gear. Some of the videos are absolutely hilarious. And millions of users got involved. The song eventually got so popular that radio stations were getting calls to play it and as no official release of the song had been made yet, they had to rip it from YouTube. Lil Nas X released a music video for it on YouTube inspired by the video game Red Dead Redemption, an outlaw survival story set against the early 1900s American frontier. The song debuted at number 83 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, eventually climbing to number 1. At the same time, it also debuted on the Hot R&B and Hip Hop chart at number 36 and the Hot Country Songs chart at number 19. By the spring of 2019, Old Town Road was a massive hit, and Nas X signed with Columbia Records. Country artist Billy Ray Cyrus came out in full support of Old Town Road, even agreeing to be a featured vocalist in the remix version of the song, which released in April. Also in April, the song broke the record for most U.S. streams in one week, 143
1: more. Down cross town, living like a rock star. Spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's gotta have a habit, diamond rings and finished sports bras. Riding down Rodel in my Maserati sports car. Got no stress, I've been through all that I'm like
0: a Marlborough man, so I can't. Then Billboard made a very controversial and totally unnecessary decision, removing Old Town Road from the hot country songs chart. Just pulled it completely. When Rolling Stone inquired about the removal, Billboard's statement was as such quote, When determining genres, a few factors are examined, but first and foremost is a musical composition. While Old Town Road incorporates references to country and cowboy imagery, it does not embrace enough elements of today's country music to chart in its current version. End quote. I call bullshit. Here's why. Billboard says the decision about removing Old Town Road from the country charts had nothing to do with race. But although there are a couple black artists on the country charts right now, it's obvious that country music is a predominantly white genre. And when a black artist, like Lil Nas X, comes in with a country hit, it's automatically assumed he doesn't come from a similar perspective of most everyone else who creates and listens to country music. I talked about a similar notion in my episode about Post Malone, a white hip-hop artist. Hip-hop as a genre has its roots in African-American culture, so Posty's presence there might feel more like genre-hopping than real, experiential perspective from that culture. But, as Rolling Stone's Elias Late puts it, Black performers like Lil Nas X are often not allowed to move between genres with the same ease as white performers, like Post Malone. And this imbalance ultimately results in creativity being stifled and the shackles of genre tightening when, for the health of country music, they should be loosening. And not just so we can keep hearing the obvious influence of trap beats permeating today's bro country. record For a piece on Old Town Road for the New York Times, writer Ben Cesario spoke to Charles Hughes, the director of the Memphis Center at Rhodes College, who says, quote, Black artists have been influential in country a long, long way back, but country has rewarded white artists that have taken advantage of those influences without giving black artists the same opportunities, end quote. Hughes says that the rejection of Old Town Road by the country establishment echoes a time when country stations ignored Ray Charles' groundbreaking 1962 album Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music. There's an entire black history in country music that gets erased. There's an entire black history in the history of Western culture that gets erased. According to Smithsonian Magazine, one in four cowboys was African American, and while the cultural history of the American West is now decidedly white, African-Americans had a huge role in building the West. Writer Jake Ruckus also notes that, in a lot of cases, what we call country music now was borrowed and stolen hundreds of years ago from campfire songs and church hymns. I'm digressing here a little, but you get what I mean. When it comes down to it, modern country music is not diversifying its artists or its content nearly enough. And with artists, I'm not just talking about race. The genre needs to work on celebrating its women, its acceptance and support of openly LGBTQ artists, and more. And as far as content goes, we joke about how so many of the hot 100 country songs at any given time, A, sound the exact same, and B, discuss all the same topics as each other. Cold beers, and girls in cutoffs, and trucks, and alcoholism, and boots, and blah blah blah. And yeah, country does have some of its own subgenres like outlaw, pop country, rockabilly, honky-tonk, etc., and a very storied past with some really iconic artists. But looking at how music has evolved, right now, other musical styles like rock and hip-hop and pop have so many more opportunities for expansion than country does. All the genres and subgenres and fusion genres and post- and pre-genres, you can basically fit in wherever. Being different is encouraged in most any other style of music except country. I mentioned in an earlier episode that I think the idea of a genre is on its way out. And when you look at young, up-and-coming genreless artists like Lil Nas X or Billie Eilish, for instance, that idea starts to feel more and more real. Think of how easy it is now for artists to create music on their own, in the comfort of their own homes, without the control of record labels or expectations of genre. With all these other opportunities for artists elsewhere, how long can this brand of Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, Florida Georgia line hit country really stay relevant in our current musical climate? Maybe Old Town Road is the song that gets overlooked so that more and more songs like this will have a chance. But country music has such an opportunity here to embrace this expansion, and they're losing out in a big way by pushing Lil Nas X aside because he doesn't fit in. Think about how easy it was for Taylor Swift to move on from country. Or when they alienated Sturgill Simpson. Think of artists that have graduated from the genre, like Casey Musgraves or Jason Isbell or Chris Stapleton. When the modern label of country loses the business of artists like these, they have a real problem on their hands. All of this to say, I think it was wrong of Billboard to pull it from the country charts, and I think it's wrong for the industry to ignore the changing climate of country music in favor of sameness and empty hits. I really hope this is where the levee breaks, and I hope Lil Nas X is the person to do it. latest hit by Lil Nas X, which sounds a lot different than Old Town Road, but the rest of what you'll find on his EP, Seven, is just as diverse. It's available on Spotify, and I'm sure Columbia Records is working feverishly to release a full-length album as soon as possible. Lil Nas X came out recently as gay, a huge personal moment for him that received a mostly positive public response. mostly. Neither hip-hop nor country is particularly accepting of non-straight sexual orientation. But for someone with such a visible platform right now to use it as a positive step forward for openly LGBTQ artists, I really admire Nasax for being that voice. As for Old Town Road, he's still not done yet. After securing collaborations and new remixes of Old Town Road with artists including the Walmart Yodeling Kid, Young Thug, and Diplo, Nas X has his sights set on the queen of country music herself, Dolly Parton. And it seems she's interested. And so is Mariah Carey. It pays to keep putting out remixes also because there are four total versions of this song right now, and every listen to which counts towards the total that keeps him at the top. It's pretty creative. Wrangler Jeans also recently released an Old Town Road collection inspired by the hit. Honestly, at this point, the song has so much life left in it, and collaborators are lined up out the door to have a part in this phenomenon. I can't wait to see where it goes. Thanks so much for listening. If you're liking the Radio Gaga podcast, please give me a rating and review wherever you listen. And follow me over at Radio Gaga podcast on Instagram. Next week we're back to albums with The Kinks Are the Village Green Preservation Society from
1: 1968. We are the Village Green Preservation Society God save the old duck for the bill and variety. we are the
0: desperate dance appreciation society. God save strawberry I'm so excited to tackle another concept album with you guys, and this one by the Kinks is very much a classic. So give Village Green a listen this week, and I'll see you back here next Tuesday. For
1: me and for you, what more can we do? We are the Draft beer, reservation Society. God save Mrs. Musk Good old Mother right.